Hello, and welcome to Range of Motion, or ROMcast, where I cover all things health and fitness. I am your host, Hunter Kelly, and today I've got quite a few things I want to cover, from social media, to coaching, and even a little bit of weight loss. When I was trying to come up with a topic to talk about for this week, I was stumped. Normally something happens during the previous week that's like, oh, I can really kind of dive into that, talk about it, help give a little more information on the topic. Yeah, no, not this week. So I was just scrolling through all of my social media, just killing time, trying to find something. And next thing I know, it's like two to three hours later. And I'm like, maybe I should talk about social media. I know personally for me, I follow a lot of fitness influencers or other people that are just into fitness, and I tend to find myself not necessarily wasting a lot of time, but wasting a lot of time just scrolling through the feed, seeing what everyone else is doing rather than doing something for myself. So I want to kind of talk about some of the pros and cons to social media, or at least what I find to be the case for me and a lot of other people so some of the pros definitely being able to keep in touch with some of your long-term friends Uh, I know personally for me I've moved around quite a bit so being able to at least kind of keep up with people's lives and what's going on with them whether they're halfway across the country or just in a different part of the state than me it's real nice to kind of have that connection and feel like you're not you know hundreds of miles away It also allows you to follow some of your favorite content creators, like me if you're not already following me, uh, or anyone else. That way you can kind of get that inspiration, uh, that joy from whatever it may be, whether it be some form of art, workout, anything. It allows you to kind of keep up with them too and almost feel like you have that personal connection with them. Another pro to it is it provides an escape from kind of the day-to-day. I know, well, I would assume most of us have quite a bit of stress that comes through our lives. And being able to either come home and escape, or if you're at work, at break, it's easy to just kind of scroll for a few minutes, kind of get your mind off of everything that's going on. I know I can be a bit stressed at work. And then being able to take my 10-minute break or my lunch when I get one and just kind of pull my mind away from work and kind of put it in a topic that I find enjoyable. So whether it's scrolling through some fitness Instagram or watching a funny YouTube video, something like that, it allows you to kind of relieve some of that stress that you're picking up through the day. But with that con, well... With that pro comes the con of how much time you're wasting scrolling through the the feeds or videos. Uh, I know when I'm laying in bed at night and I'm trying to just doze off, I find myself all the time just watching videos back to back. And they're not necessarily anything important. It'll just be some random gaming video or just some random conspiracy video that I think is funny. And it's just, it's killing time that otherwise could be productive for me. It's like, well, I could 
pull out the laptop, work a little bit on the podcast, work a little bit on the upcoming school semester or something along those lines. But instead, I'm sitting here watching a video that's not going to help better me in any way. And that's another thing that comes out of social media. You're seeing all of these great people from content creators or even some of your friends maybe are just, they're blowing it out of the water and you're kind of self-doubting yourself like, well, I wish I could do that. And I think that's a big thing that comes from social media is that not intentionally putting other people down, but it does tend to do that from time to time. People find themselves almost like they're lower than anyone else. But I honestly believe if you want to do something, you can get out, you can do whatever you want to put your mind to, whether it be going and becoming a professional bodybuilder, going out and becoming the next great artist, whatever it may be. I do believe everyone has that potential, but it's just a matter of having that willpower to stop scrolling through others' success and make that success for yourself. I know for me personally, uh, I follow a lot of bodybuilder type fitness influencers, and I am by no means a bodybuilder uh, size-wise, but I am, I would say, above average as far as muscle development and size of a person, and it kind of puts me down. It's like, well, man, I wish I could be that big, and just having that self-doubt, a lot of times I'll be like, well, I'll just avoid the gym today or whatever it may be. Maybe I won't go on a bike ride today. Whatever it is, I have to force that thought out of my mind and tell myself that they had to start somewhere too. And even at work, they're like, man, I'll never be that big or anything like that. And it's like, you just have to, you have to push yourself. Not everyone starts at the top. In fact, I don't think any of the top people would ever say that they have reached the top or that they were even close to starting it because there's always so much progression that needs to take place. I know my assistant manager back at GNC was just a massive dude, and he always kept telling himself he was small, and I, this man was probably as big as Chris Evans as Captain America, if not bigger, and he kept calling himself small, and I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? You're over here benching like 315. I can barely squat that without, you know, having my eyeballs pop out of my head for a minute. But it's always just having that self-doubt and not necessarily using it as doubt, but using it as motivation because you know you can do better and you have to keep pushing yourself to work harder to attain the goals that you're after. And whenever you're starting to work towards those goals, being able to get that positive reinforcement of that you're doing a good job and it's not all for naught. So I know like if I'm Snapchatting or posting something on Instagram, I'll get the occasional comment of getting big or whatever it is going on. Or I know a lot of artist friends because in a previous life, I like to dabble in some art and just always being able to find that improvement and get not necessarily fishing for a compliment, but just kind of putting yourself out there enough for other people to see what's going on. That way someone else can be like, 
man, you're doing a good job. You're such a motivation to me. Or you've come such a long way since X point. How did you do it? Whatever it is, just being able to find that reinforcement that tells you you're doing a good job. Because you could be the best in the world, but if you're not putting yourself out there and you're not being able to compare yourself or have other people compare your work to someone else's, people won't be able to give you that reinforcement and it more instills that self-doubt, the you're not good enough or I'm not good enough mentality. And I know I tend to find myself like that because I do most of my workouts at the house, so I'm not able to necessarily have a spot or have a workout partner that's pushing me to do better. So I have to find that internal drive to keep working towards the goals that I have set and really push, push, push and know that the only one I hurt by giving up is myself. And I think that's something that has always been instilled throughout my life. It's not that you can't do something. I had a coach one time that told me to never say I can't until I've given it a significant try. And that goes back into almost everything you can do, not necessarily just fitness. Because I think at the time I was doing jujitsu and they wanted us to do cartwheels. And I'm not a very, I don't know what you would call that, gymnastic-y person. And I was like, I can't do that. And I was getting upset. I was younger and... He pulled me aside and he's like, don't ever say you can't, not until you've given it a good try. And I would, I'd go out there, try it and fail. And it's just a matter of keep pushing until you can get to where you're doing or get to what it is you want to do. And eventually I was able to, I guess, cartwheel. I wouldn't really call it a a nice one, you know, knees bent and, you know, about ready to fall over. But it's the the lesson learning of you can't tell yourself you can't do something. You can't give up on something that you haven't even given a significant try yet. You have to always push yourself and want something better. You have to keep driving and pushing. And I think that's something that social media can really help out and help you push to be your best self. But if you take it too far it becomes that self-doubt and it can really put you down, lose that motivation rather than give it to you. Uh, That's pretty much what I wanted to cover as far as social media is concerned. And while I was scrolling through my feed, I I see a lot of online coaching platforms. And I was like, well, I guess I could talk about that too. But it's not a, I wouldn't say it's a much larger topic. So I'll just throw it in with something else. So when it comes to coaching, I see there I see that there are two main forms of it. You have online coaching and in-person coaching or like your typical personal trainer in a gym. So what are the pros and cons to both? So going to online coaching, it is much more effective for both client and trainer because the client can be reached in any part of the world. But There's also that limitation of it being less personal because the only contact you're having is, you know, maybe over phone once or twice a week, emails back and forth. You're not having that 
face-to-face interaction with somebody. But it also becomes more effective for the trainer because trainers have time slots for like in-person stuff. So like from four to five, you'll have this person, five to six, this person. So online coaching can kind of free that up from when that in-person trainer gets home and then they can sit down, set out that routine for the online person and get it to them with arguably more time than someone with in-person. But you can also run into the fact where online coaching is kind of using a template or a one-size-fits-all, which can be a negative impact on a lot of fitness journeys because if you're paying for online coaching and your coach is treating you like every other person... It becomes kind of demotivating, makes you feel less connected, less important because you're just being treated like everyone else. Um, But online coaching also offers stuff like the Peloton where they do the group coaching from home or I think it's called like Mirror where they have the online coaching through like it's almost like a cable machine at your house. So online coaching definitely has its pros along with its cons. And the same thing comes with in-person coaching, kind of your typical personal trainer in a gym situation. So uh, one of the bigger pros of being an in-person client rather than an online client is you get that face-to-face interaction and it can be more motivational because you're having that person with you during the workout helping correct form, helping to make you push harder than last time, helping you reach those fitness goals at a better rate. But with that, you have to go back to that time slot. Maybe one of the better personal trainers in the gym has a booked schedule, so you're not able to work in with someone who's maybe more experienced or someone who can provide that better motivation for you. Or you might have trouble finding a personal trainer that can fit you in in a time that works for you. Uh, I know a lot of people get off work around 5 or 6 and a lot of personal trainers get booked up around then. So trying to find someone that really has that open availability for you can be kind of hard on when it is you're trying to get a workout in and when the trainer has an open availability. Now, if they're a really good personal trainer, they will do whatever they can to shift schedules around to help accommodate for all of their clients. But then again, kind of those pros and cons of being in person are a lot of scheduling issues. But the pros are you're getting so much more out of it. You're getting to be more motivated, having lifting techniques corrected, I know a lot of personal trainers that deal with more new or amateur lifters who might not have proper form with all of the lifting techniques. And if you're doing an online coaching, and let's say you're just doing a bench press, for example, and maybe you're flailing your elbows out too far or not out far enough, it can really cause injury or help to increase the risk there of an injury but if you have that in-person trainer they can kind of 
redirect you like, hey, move your elbows into about this angle or don't push so much with your shoulder. And that can give you that explanation of like, it could tear some rotator cuff muscles. You, you're at a greater risk of injury trying to lift like this, uh, etc. So those are some of the pros and cons of different forms of coaching I really wanted to kind of talk about. Uh, I know I see a lot of online coaching scrolling through the feed, and uh, I figured it'd be good to kind of weigh out the balance of both of them. That way, maybe if you're looking at one, you can kind of see which one fits you better. And the last thing I want to talk about is what it means to tone yourself, tone your muscles. Uh, it's a question that I get asked quite frequently from a lot of different people. Um, I tend to get a lot of women that come up to me and ask, what's a good exercise to tone my arms, to tone my legs, uh, whatever muscle group they're, they're trying to think of. And they look at me funny when I say cardio because in their mind, they're thinking tone is going to help build muscle, really get that muscle development. But when it comes to becoming tone, you have to peel away that subcutaneous fat and really reveal the muscle that it is beneath. So whenever you're thinking of being tone, you're not looking at, like a professional strongman, even though they are that, they are strongmen who can lift crazy amounts of weight, but they're not super cut, they're not super lean, uh, they're carrying a lot more body fat. But then on the other end of the spectrum, if you're looking at a professional bodybuilder, they got that heavily defined six-pack veins popping out of their arms and legs, uh, and what's the difference there? Because they're essentially both training with weights. They have different training methods as far as that and eating habits, which can also play a big factor into a person becoming tone or lean. So when it comes to leaning out or toning up, it's all about calories in and calories out. You're always going to want to be able to burn more calories than you're intaking which is going to cause for fat breakdown in the body. It's going to help kind of start to get rid of that subcutaneous fat and start to really show the definition of the muscles that are beneath it. And one thing that I find a lot and that a lot of YouTube uh, fitness influencers, bodybuilders find, is whenever you're looking at a movie, like let's say... Captain America or Superman, which are two that come to my mind, on their shirtless scenes, they're they're definitely big people, but they're not super cut, ripped. They don't have veins crawling up and down their arms because they're carrying a lot more subcutaneous fat, which makes them more fluffy looking. Not like in a, a fat way, but it'll be more rounded because whenever you look at someone who's carrying a lot less body fat, their muscles are going to be more defined. You're going to start to see the striations of their muscles as opposed to just a rough deltoid, a rough bicep kind of look with more fat on your body. So when someone is asking or looking to become more toned, 
uh, you're going to have to look at burning more calories. And some of the best ways to do that is through cardio because you're going to burn more calories doing that than weightlifting alone. But if you're already a smaller person and you are looking to actually build up more muscle, then adding more workouts to better define what it is you're looking for uh, like let's say someone's looking to tone up their arms, being able to do cardio, but still maybe train an extra day on arms or legs, whatever the body part they're after is, it's just going to help better define it. So rather than like one day a week hitting legs, shoot for two and then progress from there, adding more weight, it's going to help tear those muscle fibers, help them develop into bigger muscles help you get that hypertrophy that you're looking for but also being able to burn those extra calories to help to start to peel away some of that subcutaneous fat that is covering the muscle that way whenever that's gone you're able to get a better definition of the muscle you're able maybe to see some of the different muscle groups in the leg some of the different muscles in the arm whatever the case may be I know this week's episode has kind of been all over the place, but I felt like a lot of this stuff can be very beneficial to being covered, and it's a lot of questions I get from day to day or just from weeks of hearing people's comments or kind of eavesdropping on what's going on in people's life, and I feel like it can really help out a lot of people, but I didn't feel that most of these topics could cover an entire episode length so this one's kind of a shorter ish longer ish episode uh, and if there's ever anything that y'all want to hear covered or y'all have questions on y'all are more than welcome to shoot me a message I will do my best to include them in the next week's episode if I haven't recorded or the following for whenever I do get that message whether it's just a simple question or not feel free to reach out to me I'll do my best to answer it, provide good reasoning on why I'm giving that answer. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, I ask that you please share it. It really helps me grow and help reach as many people as I can. And with all of that being said, I hope all of y'all have a fantastic week, and I will see y'all next Wednesday. This is Hunter Kelly, signing off.